It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Morning skate action at Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona. The San Jose Sharks facing off against the Arizona Coyotes for the final time this year. And Drew, a chance to sweep the season series against the Coyotes team. It's ahead of them in the standings and one that uh, gave the Dallas Stars a pretty tough time last night before finally falling 5-2. Yeah, what the Sharks want to do is continue the momentum that they gained over the last two games. David Quinn has talked about seizing on momentum, talking about building off of good games, building off of wins. And that's what the, the Sharks are looking to do. Plus, also, you continue to get a look at Bortolo. You continue to get a look at uh, Henry Thrun and see how they can perform in a different setting other than the home building. So lots of things that the, uh, the Sharks are focusing on, concentrating on. There's, um, I know that some people are saying, what are you guys doing? You're getting yourself out of that first overall territory, but there's no guarantees there anyway. These guys, they're professionals. They want to play, they want to win, and then the coaching staff are the same way. I don't care what you say. That's not how you run a team. You play to win every single time you're on the ice and let the chips fall where they may. So the Sharks uh, don't finish in last place overall because they go on a little run. So they win the lottery anyway and get the first overall pick. Or, or let's say they, they tank the rest of the season and deliberately lose because, of course, all those guys want to do what the general manager wants to do. And then you get the most chance in the lottery, and then either the Blackhawks or the Canadians win the lottery, and then you, you start screaming Gary Bettman conspiracies. I mean, <laughs> I, I, at this point, you shouldn't even pay attention to any of that. Well, the, the, the interesting thing is, is when you talk about, when people talk about tanking, there's, there's, no player in the NHL who will tank. And the reason is, is because the guy that they draft may come up and take his job. Exactly. And the coaching staff, they are judged on wins and losses and performance. And performance is the big key. So again, it's jobs are dependent on how you perform when you're on the playing surface. So yeah, the whole tanking thing is to me is a ridiculous argument. Well, also, you want to get a contract next year? Yeah, that's what I, mean, I said. It's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. So. Let's look at what the Sharks are doing today. Uh, before we get to that, Thomas Bordo looks like a, an improved hockey player in one game that we've seen him than we, what we saw last year. He's still a little bit slight in terms of his size, but it looks like he's using it better, and it seems like he's stronger, and he still has all of the skills that he has. What's your observation? Yeah, I, I think those are, the, those are valid points. Uh, he is a little bit stronger. The one thing about Thomas is not big, but doesn't shy away from going to the, the key areas. Um, he has got that not breakaway speed but he's quick you know think quick not fast um he is a guy that that has a world-class shot and off the off the flank where they want to use him on the power play he is he's better than anybody on that right side flank than than that they've got right now so Eklund was the same way so there's a lot of pluses for thomas he's strong on his skates the one thing about thomas, about him that he's strong on his skates he doesn't get knocked around the game's so different now 
And the game is so different that the smaller player can flourish if he gets, if he's willing to get inside and go to contact and go to traffic. Because there's not as much contact as there was. And that's what you have to learn. I thought that Henry Thrun in his first NHL game on defense looked really solid, as predicted and as advertised. Bordeaux will look better. And we're going to see a couple of other guys uh, that are in the lineup today against the Coyotes. But, Drew, before we get to that, I want to uh, go back to William Eklund for a second. It was announced yesterday that he has had successful surgery on his shoulder, a torn labrum, which is actually a, a serious injury. He suffered it after getting hit coming out of the corner, doing exactly what you're talking about, trying to go inside and be in that tough-to-play spot. He's not the biggest guy in the world either, but he came out a lot stronger. Really unfortunate that, that he had to do that because he was hoping to be part of a Barracuda playoff run here. Yeah, and the Sharks were hoping for that too because you want to have that experience. But, you know, injuries happen in the game. The torn labrum, the surgery they have now for the torn labrum as opposed to before is outstanding. Um, doctors are great to take care of these guys. I got no worries that he's going he's gonna to be back. There's a a laundry list of athletes who've had a torn labor and come back no problem. If it gets worse, then you go to a different type of surgery, a ladder jet surgery. But right now, um, he's he's um, he's just going to rehab, and that's you know hopefully come back stronger. One of the interesting things about that is that when you're a professional athlete, especially in the NHL, you're going to get injured at some point. Uh, first of all, at this stage of the season, you're coming to practice as the guys are on the ice right now. And I'd venture to guess that there are more than a few of them out there that are sore going out on the ice just because of, of all of the pounding they've been taking. But uh, you can stretch all you want, but you still you get up in the morning and you don't feel that great and you're grinding through the season. But on the other side of things, uh, you've got to deal with the fact that at some point you're going to have to get some medical attention. And that's part of the adjustment of becoming a player because I'd imagine that William Eklund hasn't had a lot of serious injuries before now. Well, that's the reason, though, when you talk about training and you talk about conditioning, and that's the reason that you have the performance coaches that the Sharks have or that every team has, is their job is to condition the athlete, help him change his conditioning to make him a better athlete, but also to build up that immunity from injuries as much as you can. You're not going to be completely immune, but being in as peak physical condition as possible makes it makes it very tough to, for, or makes it easier for your body to overcome, to adapt, and to you know, absorb punishment. So now let's talk about the changes for the Sharks because Martin Count was reassigned to the San Jose Barracuda and he went to Austin, Texas for their win last night against the Texas Stars. And he's still there. He was on an emergency recall. The Sharks have recalled a couple of other players from the San Jose Barracuda for tonight. Oh, yes, Thomas Bordalo will still be here. He'll be on the left wing side with Logan Couture and Fabian Zetterlin. But it'll be Daniel Gushin uh, on the right wing side, along with Tomas Hurdle and Jacob Peterson. Number one, I've been impressed with Peterson and the way he's played a smart brand of hockey. But number two, this kid Gushin is very skilled and he has a great shot. He's not a big guy again, but he's somebody that the Sharks have a lot of hopes for. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, the, the thing that you're going to see now, this revolving door of Barracuda players coming up, is going to be consistent, is going to, be, is going to happen right till the end of the year. Hopefully the Barracuda will be in a playoff spot where those guys will end up going back and playing some playoff games. But um, this is what the Sharks need to do. They have to find out who they've got in the pipeline. They have to find out who can be a future San Jose Shark full-time NHL impact player. 
They have to find out whether these guys can play in this, in this league. And so that's why you're seeing, and you will see till the end of the year, till the end of the season, I should say, all these different characters coming up. Here's another one. Kyle Criscolo, acquired from the Detroit Red Wings in a trade a few weeks ago, is going to be on the right wing side with Stephen Lawrence and Jeff Viel. So Stephen Lawrence has two different guys on his line. You look at the Sharks roster, Drew, it's entirely different than even a month ago. Yeah, so that's that makes it difficult for a lot of guys. I mean, David Quinn's talked about it. it makes it difficult for the coach. Who do you who do you know? Who do you trust? And so the guys look around, and if you took a team picture like you were talking the other day, took a team picture today versus November, you'd wonder, like the line from Major League, who are these guys? And so with the, with the San Jose Sharks and these players, a lot of veteran players that are here, they understand what's going on. And what's, what's going on is a peek into the future, maybe. But you've got to get a peek. If you're if you're Mike Greer, Tom Holy, the coaching staff, you have to get a peek at what do you have, because then you can either work and develop that player or move that player along. In other words, fish or a cut bait. Yeah, basically that's what we're doing. 100%. The Sharks will go with Capo Kakinen in the nets tonight, and it looks like Ivan Prosvetov or Prosvetov, depending on how you like to pronounce it is going to be in the goal for the Arizona Coyotes, who played last night and lost by the score of 5-2 to two to Joe Pavelski and the Dallas Stars. This is a team that works really hard. They won eight straight games with the, without losing in regulation, recording a point in each one of those contests. But uh, since then, they've gone on a bit of a losing skein. While the Sharks want to end a five-game losing streak, including overtime, on the road. And that's something that's going to be the story tonight. We're on the air at 6.30 Pacific time. We've got the Sharks and the Coyotes. And that's it for our morning skate show today. You've been listening to the Sharks morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.